Good morning all and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good, Good morning, morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for a new day and we thank you that you are here. More importantly, that we are here with you, Lord. It is because you quicken us, you call us by name, and you draw us in that we come to you. Out of our flesh, we would move away from anything that is of the Spirit because the flesh lusts against the Spirit. We thank you, Lord, that you strengthen and fortify our spirit by your own spirit. And you teach us ways whereby the Spirit can dominate over the flesh so that we do not give in to all kinds of sin and weakness, but are drawn with a hunger to your word, so that when we come with that hunger, it is by your spirit that you ensure we are filled, and it is by your word that you open up revelation to us. You give us that understanding, you pour out your wisdom. You show us your ways that are much higher than our ways. And you show us all the systems of advantage, the hedge of protection, and pearls of wisdom that will help us stand strong and emerge victorious in battle. So all the days where the enemy could get us will no longer be the same anymore. The outcomes of those battles that we've had in our past, in all our life up until now, must be different. We thank you, Lord, that you are doing a new thing in our life today and every single day. And by your spirit, you help us perceive it. You make it real to us. You give us an understanding and you show us how to practically adapt and use it in our lives. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that we are able to join our spirits to yours, to be one in spirit and commune with you in our secret place so that there you are able to pour your peace and your joy into our hearts. And today we share that same peace and joy, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you and have turned away from you. We share it also, Lord, with all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer and those that have no one to pray for them. We offer our faith to stand in that gap, Lord. And as we offer our faith to stand in that gap, we call on your name, the name of our maker, the name of our creator, the name of our father, the great I am, the Elohim Adonai, the Lord of Lords, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, who always honors his promises and his covenants, one who is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, the God who is a consuming fire, and refines us. That when he is done testing us. Then we shall emerge as gold. Just like Job said. We thank you Lord. And we pray in the name of your son Jesus. The one on whom you conferred the title of king of kings. And his name is faithful and true. Whatever he said in his word. He being the word himself. 
that must be fulfilled because he is truth. In him is no lie. It is not in his capacity to lie. So has he said it and will he not do it? This is what your word says as well. He is for us a shield, our glory and the lifter of our head. He is a bridge, the door to the Father. He is the Lord who heals, as Isaiah 54, 10 says. He is our wisdom, our righteousness, our sanctification and our redemption. He is the one that is given to us as our daily bread, that our spirits are fed. So that then as we prosper in the spirit, we might also prosper in the physical, in the flesh. The prayer that John made in 3 John 1, 2. And he is the rider on the white horse that leads us in the day of battle. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of the maker himself. Now dwelling in the made, the creation. He has made his tabernacle within our body. That our physical body, while hosting his spirit, might be raised from the dead, from being dead to becoming alive in the spirit. And then Jesus said, the miracles and the signs and the wonders that you see me doing, you shall also do. Because I go to the Father, and when I go to him, I shall send the Spirit to you. He is the breath of the Father given to us. The one who changes the times and seasons. The one who is able to hover over every situation that is void and formless, shapeless, lifeless, hopeless. And give it life and shape and form. Give it an image of Jesus. He is the spirit of light, the spirit of life, the spirit of truth, the spirit of freedom. The all-powerful, omni-capable is able to do anything and everything. Is anything too hard for him, the Bible says. He himself has made his tabernacle within us. So you must value what you carry within you. The greatest force in the universe. The spirit of the maker himself. We thank you Lord. That you have blessed us with your very presence living in us. That we might no longer be weak and vulnerable. That we might no longer be shamed. That we might no longer be defeated. But we might stand strong, we might live abundant, and we might rise up in dominion. Just as you blessed us. At the very onset in Genesis 1 verse 28. We thank you Lord that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and the gift of your spirit for that. You have blessed us with the gift of prayer where we can give you earthly permission for your heavenly or spiritual intervention. We can legally authorize you to step into our situations through our prayer. We thank you, Lord, that you show us who we are, our identity, our authority, our position, so that we can then declare and speak. And whatever we decree, that shall be done. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with angels and destiny helpers to fill in the gaps to help carry out your plans for us. The plans that you have to prosper us and give us an expected end and not put us in harm's way. We thank you, Lord, that you open our eyes to every lie of the devil. That all those plans of the devil in our lives 
that have been going on for years through altars, through various other forms of lies can all be crushed and destroyed and our life be streamlined and realigned into your light and into the path that you show us. We thank you, Lord, that we no longer have to cover ourselves with fig leaves and hide in the bush when we see you coming. But we can confidently walk with you in the cool of the shade of the trees, standing on the finished works of Jesus, standing on that which he made available to us through his ultimate sacrifice. Believing, understanding what Romans 8 verse 1 says. That there is now no condemnation for those who are in him. In Jesus. We thank you Lord. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning. Recover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make. As well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting. And every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. By the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives, Lord. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word. As we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I sent it in faith in the name of of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you teach us to choose life every time we speak. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Today, I'd like to start a two-part series, which will conclude tomorrow, and reflect on the blood of Jesus, and why it is such a powerful weapon given to us. But first, let's look at the basis from the Bible. What value or power does the blood carry in the Bible? Let's look at what it is capable of. And then we specifically look at the blood of Jesus. So Leviticus, now there are six points that I've made here on both those. And the first one is from Leviticus 17 verse 11. It says, the life of the flesh is in the blood. So the life of any animal or human, life of the flesh, lies in its blood. That is, blood represents life. Because it represents life, the second point there then is, it has always been used as a ransom. Life for life. Just like the Old Testament law of Moses was eye for an eye. We see that also again in the book of Leviticus where there were sacrifices being offered. And it was the blood there that was used in atonement for sins. The blood of bulls, animals as well. 
So blood is a currency then in the spirit that is recognized by God's law and it can be used to pay for atonement. Blood is used as a currency in the spirit. Number three, blood also has the power of appeasal. It is able to appease God. And so ordinances of sacrifices were introduced where blood was offered and his wrath was calmed down. Number four, blood was used to mark for protection. And the classic example of that was in the book of Exodus, where the Israelite homes, still being in slavery in Egypt, were marked during the plagues, were marked by the blood of Jesus. That is, sorry, not the blood of Jesus, the blood of the Passover lamb that they were to eat between the two evenings, and then the blood smeared on the doors, and the angel of death sent to destroy the firstborn in Egypt would see the blood marked on their doors and would pass over. So the blood was used as a mark of protection. And that really forms the basis of what we use today when we say I cover someone in the blood of Jesus, especially in situations of danger. Number five, the blood was used to enact and seal covenants. God used it to make covenants with Abraham. Blood was used for other covenants as well. And then because that was the basis or the ordinance, that blood was necessary there. Jesus, who became our high priest, himself offered his own sacrifice, his own body on the cross and his own blood was used to seal his new and eternal covenant. Brother Vivek has thought on the blood covenant. You'll find that on our YouTube channel. I'd, recommending listening. I'd recommend listening to that once again. Number six is the blood can act as an advocate for justice and speaks on behalf of the person. In the Bible, we see that Abel's blood spoke. We see that in Genesis 4. And then Jesus' blood also speaks. So the blood is capable of speaking, crying out for justice, but Jesus took it to the next level. We'll probably touch on that part tomorrow. So when you drink the blood of Jesus, then because the blood represents life, you receive his life. So in your prayer, when you are saying, I eat the body and I, of Jesus and I drink his blood. First thing is you become partaker in him. You say, I live in you and you live in me. So now you become one with him. You are acknowledging him and his presence. Drinking the blood brings life. So you are speaking over someone's health. That blood brings life to their health. Through his blood shed seven times at his crucifixion, the ransom for us was paid. And so we no longer remain under bondage or having a liability where the accuser can say there is still a liability sitting on their head due to sin. 
but we are freed since the price has been paid using the currency of blood. And next we go from being condemned to death by the accuser to being restored to life through the death, through the resurrection and through the blood of Jesus. There's two things there. One is because it is used as currency to pay the price. Two, it is used as appeasement of God through blood sacrifice. What about protection? The blood when used as marking marks out a territory that cannot be overrun. But that's only the blood of Jesus, not any other blood. And when it's the blood of Jesus, then even demons recognize him and they fear. We see that in the case of the demons in the man at the gatherings. They didn't see his blood, they saw him there now. And they said to Jesus in Matthew, that is recorded in Matthew 8, verse 29, What do you want with us, Son of God? Have you come to torment us before the appointed time? So when they pose such a question, they know what he is capable of. And through the same blood as a high priest, he enacted then his eternal blood covenant with God as man. That was his covenant between God and man and he enacted it on behalf of man. So eternal redemption for man, restoring man's relationship with God. So that anyone that comes under that blood can no longer have a finger of accusation pointed at him by the devil. Now to touch on the sixth one, the last one that we just spoke about, where the blood acts as an advocate for justice. We see in the Bible that the blood speaks. In Genesis 4 verse 10, Abel's blood cried out for justice. But in Hebrews 12 verse 24, it says, Jesus' blood speaks much better things. What are those things? He speaks mercy and grace. So while Abel's blood says, avenge me from this evil, Jesus' blood says, forgive them. They do not know what they are doing. His blood says, release mercy, grant them grace to rise above that evil, set them free. I have paid the price. He took what the blood could speak to the next level. I will continue on how we use the blood. We will continue on that tomorrow in our second part. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that you gave us the blood of Jesus. That you sacrificed your only son so that anyone who believes in him can be partaker of that salvation. That anyone who covers himself by his blood, the blood of Jesus speaks for them. So then when the book of Joel and the book of Romans says, everyone that calls on his name 
we now know why and we know for sure that they cannot end up in shame, but they shall be delivered. We thank you, Lord, for that sacrifice. And we thank you for that grace that you make available on our life out of your love for us to see us lifted up and not end up in the outer darkness. We thank you, Lord. And we ask for edification in our spirit of an understanding, Lord, so that when we understand what you have made available to us here, then we can use it to pray over ourselves, our families, but also use it to bless others when we understand how strong a weapon that is, the blood of Jesus. And I ask for that edification, Lord, in our understanding, that opening up of our wisdom where you pour out your truth into us. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and temporal needs. We pray for, th for those of our families and our friends as well. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. All, all those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures today. We pray Lord, for all those, all families that are facing division and separation. We pray also Lord, for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance and poverty. We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. As we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shut up, 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 Shut up,
Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The scripture that was put on my heart today is from Colossians 1, verses 21 and 22. And you who were, who were once estranged and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he has now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death in order to present you holy and blameless and irreproachable before him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a couple of scriptures shared in the chat. The first is from Isaiah 33, verses 5 and 6, quoted from the NIV, where it says, The Lord is exalted, for he dwells on high. He will fill Zion with his justice and righteousness. He will be the sure foundation for your times a rich store of salvation and wisdom and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is the key to this treasure. To have sure foundations, you need to just stay in fear of the Lord reverence, in reverence. A second scripture is from Hebrews 10 verse 19 and 20 quoted from the NIV. Which is a call to perseverance, called to sorry, a call to persevere in faith. And the scripture says, Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way opened for us through the curtain that is his body. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And that essentially is the veil of the temple being torn into. Thank you.
to Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's powerful daily reflections or divine mercy and rosary sessions as well as the Friday Bible teachings, please share those with family and friends. Invite them to join us on Zoom or YouTube through live sessions or they can listen to the recordings on YouTube or Spotify on our podcast. You can also share the link to the prayer group with them so that if they are being blessed by these individual sessions, they can join us. Let their prayer life be enriched. More importantly, they can share their prayer requests and others will pray with and for them. Also, a reminder about our Bible study session. It's the seventh part in our series this week on the power of your words. So we shall share a message on all our platforms. Please share them with friends and family. Invite them to come join us. And let the mercy and the grace, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and His favor that comes out of His jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for His glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless you. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you.